0: all right all right all right uh welcome everyone it's episode 79 (laughs) it's episode 79 um which i thought it's actually quite a couple episodes we got together by now and i think when i made the the card for uh, mittens he was number 90 actually so we're pushing towards 100 which is kind of impressive actually i think um and i thought that collection of cards that wouldn't be complete without mittens right so oh. one of the like holy shit uh guys <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> uh like how how would i have this card uh this this uh, card game without a mittens card in there right uh, oh
1: yeah, I I appreciate it. I I didn't think that I would ever actually get get an invite to FC chat because you know I'm 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 rarely an FC, uh, but I I did have a little fanboy moment when uh, you you made the the card yeah, and I was like, oh my on. god, I'm actually get a Pando card. I'm like it's yeah. cool. No shit. You no were shit. on my
0: list the entire time. The thing is, oh. you run your own show, and I know, like you know, if you do a weekly show already, like do you feel like doing another show, right? not necessarily and then I, i'm down obviously. for guest
1: spots right like that, that's basically what it is like i i can breeze by and do guest spots like this on like you know i was on merc and brisk stream uh a couple weeks back and had a grand old time uh i mean you know it's your house so your rules and i'm i'm it's a, it's an honor it is i mean i i of all people uh and we'll be talking about this i'm sure you know i uh I have FC'd off and on in the past, uh exclusively pretty much with capital ships. Every time I try to get involved with subcaps, it, it's bad for everybody who has to follow me. Uh but uh but yeah, it's cool. And uh and we've got hi wanto here too. Yeah, so
0: Hello. I was about to give you guys an introduction. A super short like not that Go ahead do it. Do most it. Most people most people should know who you guys are. But uh yeah. So hi obviously a friend of mine has been on a couple times the what I always like to say the spiritual leader of snuff really right <laughs> <laughs> so that, yes. picture, that picture that uh, yeah who was it I forgot who, who linked it I just like instantly Kesha like so like alright I'll put that there now and I want to call you out hi because you told me when mittens is gonna come on you're gonna be on cam and you're not on cam because yeah. your room is too messy I'm like yeah. come on Right. it's all right next time next time <laughs> when mittens comes <laughs> on you do it you know i'm breaking those promises, like i can't believe it but no no
2: i'll remember it i'm sorry all
0: right it'll happen next time the grand high face reveal yeah um, i mean you already know what i look like it's not really a reveal. you'll just make fun of
2: my hair as you normally do
0: well i never made fun of it i think it's magnificent for me to get right? a haircut like 20 times that's not i've never told you that yeah, you okay. must nice no, you, no, no, no! You miss, you're mixing that up. Some, I would never tell anyone to get a haircut. I mean, unless it's
1: fucking you know craziness. So uh, I'm gonna apologize while, uh, while Pando is uh, is having a sip here. I want to apologize to everybody. I'm in rough shape uh, this week. Uh, so just a little. Uh, Pando, is it okay if I go into this now? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna explain the the, the situation. Uh, uh, do it. Uh, Doing. Okay. So, uh I'm I'm kind of catching up with things that have been happening as you guys can see. I got a beard. I'm, I'm kind of a hot mess. Uh well, hopefully hot, but definitely a mess. Uh so a few days ago, uh I sustained an unironic pretty pretty nasty injury in uh during a uh what have I it was literally just a, an incident in the fuck palace as I was uh being a little bit too enthusiastic and trying a new position and I overextended uh, I didn't know this could happen. This has never happened to me before, but I, I overextended my like fucking big toe. Because I like I dug in into this mattress. I'm not going to go into too many gory details, but basically I dug into this memory phone mat- mattress with my fucking big toe. And like here, I'll just I'll just show it. <laughs> <laughs> Situation. <sighs> and I have been uh, like a few hours later, my, 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 my toe and the ball of my foot started hurting like a motherfucker. Like it wouldn't actually like, I couldn't like put it in a position where it would be okay. And so like, it, like I tried to go to bed like four in the morning and then like eight in the morning, I can't sleep and I've just been in agony the entire time. And then we realized it's actually a pretty serious injury. So I have for the last few days been getting nursed back to health by my lovely girlfriend. Uh, and like, it was extending this like it was like I have like I couldn't walk to the fucking bathroom like I had to crawl from the bed in my snuggie to the bathroom just to be able to to take a fucking piss because I I was not ambulatory and so after a couple of days of you know elevation and and all of that stuff uh, I can I can now sort of stump around the house but uh i am uh, a little bit uh i can so yeah i'm a little bit unplugged from things uh as of but it was great actually because i can't i was able to finally get back to my battle station uh yesterday and see that like in in, on the imperium side the guys have been doing good work like we've got some news things have been happening like it doesn't matter that i was down and out because everybody has been handling things but if i look like shit (laughs) and i'm slightly like i you know i uh like Elysium is talking about these like papulinks links or whatever right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm I'm going to do my best guys. I'm going to do my best, but please bear with me. I had to take a bunch of fucking painkillers before the show. And you know, we're, we're, we're just taking it day by day. Maybe I can hire NSH with some mittens footpicks by the end of this. Right. So. <laughs> well, well,
0: may, uh, maybe, maybe, Yeah. Uh, the NSH like thing it already like kind of leads towards like one of the things we're probably going to talk about here. Um, which is the whole NC situation, and then like, you know, I think maybe we should not even talk about the the drama that's like that hostiles have at first. But
1: I think it's kind of I, 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 I can't like I can see that this is just broken out. But I was trying to like pop kill- painkillers and like take a piss before I got to, like I was in my snuggie before this. Like I am completely unprepared to talk about the 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 you know it, it looks. I mean, it's the same nerd screaming at each other, but I don't think that should hijack the show. People can tune in tomorrow on the meta show and I'll have like Reddit and, you know, whatever we can, we can go from there, but, uh, I don't think we should, it's your show, dude. Like wherever, wherever you want to direct us, I, I am here. I am, I am ibuprofened up. I got my card. (laughs) <laughs> um, my, my, see, this, this is another reason why like, getting rid of the goatee was a good thing, is that I can't grow facial hair to, to save my life. This is not trying to, to, to grow my facial hair out. This is you know just sort of comes in kind of patchy, and I haven't shaved in five days because, whoops. Anywho, well, where, where, I, where do we want to go actually, from? What
0: I actually wanted to say is, maybe we shouldn't talk about the hostile stuff first, but about okay. the fact that I think it's kind of incredible to be under pressure for, for a year like this. Right? like Nobody and no no alliance in the game has ever been under this much much pressure, or, like, no coalition, I should say, right? But uh, we managed to actually avoid drama like that, which is kind of incredible, right? Like, and then I kind of, like, a part of me wants to just say, like, I was probably the guy in, in it that has pushed, before the war was announced or anything, that has pushed to actually leave the Imperium. And I always wondered... You guys must have known like you guys probably knew that like I wasn't a fan of like being in a Well, I know you don't stuff. like
1: big block war stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that's <laughs> your your whole thing. Like it's not it's not like, oh, Garb pando. I mean, you know, it's not like a, a shock. Like you have your thing and like sledgehammer, you know, fuck fest block wars were never like you know, it didn't surprise me. But, you know, I, I wasn't worried about it because tribe is love and tribe is life. Like at the end of the day, like the Imperium is stuck together, not because of, I mean, to be fair, credit to our leadership team and to our people. Uh, really, what it comes down to is the people. I mean, the leadership is a big component about it. And we'll, we'll go into that because I love talking shop. I love talking shop about leadership. But I think one of the things that makes me a uh, a better leader than uh, our enemies is first and foremost uh, being able to give credit where it's due, right? Because like, I make final decisions on things a lot uh, as being sort of like the, the, the executive. Uh, but uh, when things are going according to the way that the system is, is sort of set up, you know, the less I do, the better, right? Like it just, the things, you know, the trains run on time, people do their jobs, people do what they're supposed to do because they're invested in making a better experience for the dudes in the fucking trenches that make it happen. And the dudes in the trenches are invested in making things better for the guys who are trying to help them, right? The whole F2 thing we've been doing. Uh, and, you know, it, it is actually for me, uh, just speaking of like a, a checkup on the leadership things, like I was abruptly and unexpectedly injured and I couldn't get to, get to jabber, right? I could get to discord on my phone, but I was incapacitated. Uh, and then I come back from uh, a couple of days of uh, you know whining uh, to find that uh, I got the reports from the adge and the crew, and everything is going according to our designs, and it's cool and good. And, and, you know, and I think that really the, the 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 real test of the health of an organization is what happens when. Uh, you know, the whoever happens to be in charge uh, is abruptly and unexpectedly taken off the chessboard for an, an indeterminate amount of time, and then how how well do people do what's necessary? Are they doing what they do because they're trying to impress some sort of internet spaceship big boss? I mean, look at me, right? Like it, it, it's not that it's the Imperium has withstood this because we care about each other more than we care about dealing. With the, the 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 suffering, dealing with the work, dealing with the challenges, and to be fair, now at this phase of the war, it's not much suffering. Right, we get to log on and have these idiots, you know, jump headfirst into the wood chipper each time. Uh, but I, I've been, I've just been, you know, it's such an honor. It's, it's such a fucking honor to 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 run this thing because no other tribe, no other entity in the history of online gaming. And this is true. This is, this is the fucked up thing. About this. Like, this is the mind-blowing thing. Like way bigger than me, right? Like way, 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 way bigger than me. This thing that the Imperium has pulled off, uh, just surviving to, to this point and staying together and not exploding in the kind of drama that our enemies seem to have on days that end in Y, uh, is, is a testament to uh, everybody that isn't me that makes it happen. Because they're the guys who are going on fleets. They're the guys who are in the trenches. They're the guys that are saying, I'm going to still log on every day where next door... And I love the fact that we have T5zi next door. Like T5zi is my favorite special friend because you can you, you so rarely, from like a, a big picture sociology nerd perspective, you so rarely get an opportunity to have a direct comparison uh, in terms of the strengths and weaknesses of various organizations. And it has been very useful for me, from like the the whatever the spooky Matani stuff is, uh, to to be able to just see T five Zi next door and just have such an easy way of saying, well, my guys like this and your guys like that and things. Yeah, so it's um so in in all of these conversations we're gonna have when I hear words about like leadership or something, you know, you can't lead unless people are invested in something that's bigger than the leader. Like you, I can be like the bestest leader in the world, but. You know, uh, the people need to, to to want what you're trying to lead them to, and our people fundamentally want to be and to stay our people. That is an actual thing that we in the Imperium believe in. At least most of us do. Otherwise, this thing would have disintegrated like the puppies do. So all of the all of the board all, all the credit uh, for the Imperium sticking together for a year plus through the most intense. Pressure gaming has to offer, which is a hell war and Eve online with literally the entire galaxy trying to kill you for a year with every odds, all the odds stacked against you. Uh, it's because of the boys and girls in the trenches.
0: Yeah. So, like, why I brought that up and uh, and said it was like, I think that's one of the the things ha- the you know poppy guys were probably counting on is that in it would probably. I mean, they must have known. They really
1: believed you guys were gonna leave yeah it was like it was like goons are all crabs, and init is gonna leave that's how that's how they started the war is they genuinely believe that the instant that you guys came under like they just they just don't know init like the as soon as they started
0: saying that i think they misunderstood what we were trying to or what you know what i was necessarily like pushing for was not like against the imperium it was just against the big coalitions. Now they have the biggest coalition. So there was more reason. We're the underdogs. To to We're the outnumbered
1: underdogs. So, <laughs> so I mean I mean look, init is the Space Marines to Goonswarm's Imperial Guard, right? In the whole Imperium thing. Like it would be silly to try to make a guy like Pando or Dark Shines run around and do main fleet sledgehammer you know, the, that kind of thing. And, like, I'm perfectly cool with goons. Like, you know, I'm, I'm all about that Imperial Guard shit. Like, you know, meat grinder, sledgehammer, you know, no subtlety, just fucking crush the puppies, do what needs to be done. Uh, but, man, it is a dream. It is a dream strategically to have that kind of, like, spec ops, scalpel, space marine, whatever whatever elite force thing. The fact that init can deploy far away and that you are not like Goonsworm. and the fact that you don't like those big fuck fest fights and stuff has already proven to be an incredible advantage over the course of the last year. Like the fact that you guys can operate independently, the fact that you are like high speed, low drag, like you are the Imperium's like spec ops group. Uh, I don't want to say spec ops because we've had some dumbass drama in the past with people calling themselves spec ops, but I I hope you understand the compliment that I'm trying to to give you here is like your profile of not liking the main fleet stuff actually is a tremendous advantage. If you are, utilized in the right way. And most of what I end up doing in in the big chair is just attempting to make sure that our best talents are working in areas that, uh, that are aligned with their talents, right? I want people who are good at doing a thing, doing the thing that they're good at, rather than being, you know, square peg in a round hole.
0: And so something that was interesting that you said is like, when you fall out for like a day or two, like you have people picking it up and i want to like since you just like uh you know said so many nice things about the in it i want to shout out to like shines because i felt like the last let's say last two months maybe i've like i didn't uh, do all that much in it but i know i can like i can take a step back and not be you know uh you know, there's no hostility within the FC team or whatever. Everyone understands it, and Shines just carried the alliance uh, the last um, yeah more than two months, really. Like Shines really like took on that leadership role. That you know, Bliss fell out. The same thing, right? Like Bliss knew, okay, I can be away and concentrate on my real life stuff and mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And he knows, like, he got some. He got a team behind him that can carry it. And uh, that's what we did, right? And now shines is really carrying um, in it, which is like you know, super nice.
1: You know, leading. I mean, you know, many people can lead. Like when I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not the only leader in goonstorm and so you know, I, I don't, I don't think that you or uh, shines or bliss are really you know, carrying is, is the bad sign because a lot of times that, that's the thing that happens when you have somebody who goes away and somebody comes back and then they they carry things. If the structure is set up that way where everybody is mutually supportive towards the, the, the group's interests and strategic goals, then it's more like, yeah. It, it, Bobby Atlas carried Atlas and then one day he just broke and snapped. And I, you know, if I saw a risk of dark shines doing that, I would probably take him aside and try to warn him about it. But I mean, you guys seem to be yeah, um, the the things things have worked out pretty yeah, well. I feel like we,
0: we're kind of taking taking turns to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. And I think to bring high in here, actually, we have a like we have high here too. Maybe you want to say something about this because I think high and tau have a similar dynamic, right? Like you guys can count on each other that one of like if one of you guys is not there, the other one would pick it up and you know be around, right? I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> of recent it's been more towers of me doing anything let's be honest yeah, i've well, done but that's what exactly what i'm saying right if you're not yeah. around as much towers gonna to be around everyone can count on like one of you guys at least to be around
2: yeah exactly yeah i mean yeah i think you always have a couple of figures that really are the alliance right that you know guaranteed to have fleet members going and compared to other fcs they'll never have the amount of people and they really run the alliance i think that's pretty much what pvp alliances are these days just a couple main people or one main person and i think that's you and Shines for in it because i think bliss doesn't really do much anymore right compared to what he used to do in the old days
0: yeah but so bliss has that superpower to just show up and go like full-on hell mode right like ha i don't know how he does it like he suddenly is there and like he, he wouldn't have played for like i don't know a year and he would just pick it up and like carry the alliance again uh but yeah he he basically entrusted shines with uh being in charge right now so um like he doesn't have to be here right now so but when his time like if, when he comes back he's going to be right back you know
2: yeah i mean um <clears throat> i think what the imperium has achieved is uh for their circumstances is really good and i think Actually, uh, Pappy seems to be on the losing foot right now, from what I've heard. Um, oh yeah, it looks like they're taking a break well, for the I...
1: summer. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, you you, you don't want to be all like Hurlfleur if we've won the war until it's actually won. Uh, but I I I don't. Do I look like I got like a, like a guy who feels like he's losing a hell war right now, <laughs> dude? <laughs> well, I don't know. Ask your toe,
0: right? Who would have thought the fuck palace is going to hurt you more, right?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, you know, you're, you're just having fun, so you don't notice how you've hurt yourself until all the, all the excitement has stopped. And then a couple hours later, you're like, fuck, I've got to crawl to the pisser. Anyway, <laughs> enough on that.
0: But <laughs> since we, so since we talked about the, um, the, the NC drama a little bit, just like, touched on it. Mm-hmm. Like, so maybe the stuff that came out today i'm not sure what that is i didn't i didn't read into that but like a couple of days ago when um uh blazing bunnies corp like what's it called again original sinners and these the, the other corp when they left it was all kind of weird right so they decided to leave but then they got kicked uh like on super short notice instead of them like having that like you know time of courtesy i guess like a week of like moving your assets out i mean it didn't make sense to me like maybe hi, you know more about well i mean we have to look at the characters there because you got
2: vince Draken and brother bob and i don't know if you remember panda but when we used to laugh at the fc logs from escalating entropy a lot of the drama in that would be caused by brother bob he was an fc in escalating entropy if you can cast your mind that far back so it's not really surprising that um this drama has happened. And obviously from what I understand, uh, the MCFT FC team has always been, uh, like people just kind of trying to get one on each other, you know, people fighting to do a fleet and quite a toxic environment. So I'm not surprised that the whole USTZ kind of just walked out, um, from drama.
0: Yeah. But like, why did, why did Vince like instantly like kick them and like go crazy on them? I mean,
1: old school wise, like, you know, I, and and first of all, like before I, before I dive into this, I want to say that of the enemies that we have uh, amongst uh, Sappy, uh, I think that uh, I I have respect for Vince Draken, right? Uh, He and I have been trying to kick each other around the galaxy for more than a decade. Uh, this is hardly our first war against NCDOT and you know it was sort of an interesting thing for us at the start of this war for me to announce like look we're dumping NCDOT like it's just it's not exciting for us anymore in terms of like the, the big grudge like we've, we've done that and so now our big grudge is with test that's the whole test is next thing uh, but so with that proviso out of the way uh you know this is this is this is uh kind of a, a classic vince situation like the confusing bit there uh back in i think this was in like 2012 so i'm going to i'm going to date myself here it was like 2011 2012 something like that, one of our our many uh the imperium where the cfc at the time versus like vince and crew and tribute and if i remember correctly vince and elo were on the same side uh in this war and uh it got to a point where uh, we had gotten things kind of—I I forget the actual war details. Like things were in a stalemate, or things was like we'd gotten to things to the point where there was tensions rising in their command team, and then somebody shot a falcon, like I think you know, like ELO versus Vince, and basically, and Vince blew up. And, and what happened was Vince just had had enough, and he blew up, and he flipped a table, and he raged out at ELO, uh, and, and that kind of removed one of the biggest thorns in our sides at the time because. Uh, you know, this, you know, this, this is the kind of scenario that I have been wanting to see happen for a long time now is essentially you put enough pressure on the puppies and eventually the puppies will form a circular firing squad. And it, it, doesn't really get much more classic, uh, Eve online, uh, than somebody getting a pissing match with Vince Draken and him just flipping a fucking table and saying, you know, fuck you. And so uh, that behavior from Vince with him calling them like traitors and they're going to lock them out and, and all that other sort of stuff uh, is uh, it's pretty normal uh, for Vince. Right. And and, this comes up every few years, but like that stuff from Vince, I'm like, yep. Okay. That's we've been here before. They done pissed off Vince enough that he, he cares more about, and and, you know, I don't blame him. Right. Like, you know, one of the things is that the, the, the Pappy side is, uh it's just not they they don't like each other very much right like they don't have any of that kind of brothers and sisters in the trenches fighting an impossible war against the entire galaxy for more than a year like they don't have any of the cool you know posted up in helms deep up against the wall like the, the the big kind of fun i mean what we have to deal with might be shitty but at least there's an amazing story and a narrative and like we all know we're doing something incredible and on their side, after a certain point, like, you know, you just say fuck it. And I I think that, that that's what happened is is that the the guys in the US time zone FC team were probably I, I don't know if they were actually mad at Vince, because I don't think Vince was necessarily all that active at the time. Obviously Vince escalated a bit, but I think they probably just got sick of getting saddled with uh idiots like Pro God Legend. I mean, all day, it's pro- every, all day, every day.
2: If it's probably a case of they wanted to leave, and obviously, Brother Bob will know more than the average line member, and he's probably telling the corpse. And Vince does the one it getting out that effectively, you know, half the FC team is done because once Test and you know Panfam are committed in this war, they can't really get out because A, it's really fucking embarrassing to lose, you know, like this at this point, and B, if they do this and like spin up, then Greens are just going to fucking kill Legacy. So you know, they're in a really difficult position, which I kind of find quite funny. So he was probably just trying to, you know, put his foot down before it all like leaked out to more of US time zone or whatever, you know, in a Vince way.
1: One of the things that I i, I think that probably the, the most uh like the incident itself, like I said, that's that's kind of standard Vince and he's walked it back a little bit and like you know gave a little on like letting these guys get their shit out. <laughs> but from like a, a bigger picture drama perspective, I think what's really kind of a, a question mark is going to be you know if you're in sappy and you're looking around and you're you're listening to to, to gobbins tell you to go mine moons in iridia and that locust locust fleets with barges led by billy not even locust fleet not even locust fleet like you know this kind of shit. if you're listening to gobbins tell you to go mine if you're listening to manny tell you to go shoot goons in high sec you know if you're listening to to shattered armor telling you that their plan because there was a brave town hall and it just got lost in all this drama shattered armor got up there and was you know a little wannabe pickles and told everybody that uh that their standing fleet thing is going to be their new normal and they're going to keep with that through like summer and they're doing the standing fle- fleets in t5zi which are great i'm delighted they're doing it please keep doing it sappy uh <laughs> and uh it's just if, if you want out of this if you want out of this, if you're if you're on the sappy side and then your first example of corporations trying to leave is seeing Vince Draken say, we're going to lock you out of t 5 ZI. We're going to call you traitors. We're going to drop what we're doing and hunt you down, even if three days later, Vince is like, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe not. Maybe I spoke too soon or maybe I'll like do a deal or whatever. Uh, it, it really kind of makes the blue donut into a death pact. Right, and, and that's one of the things that I think is very bad. Like the, the knock on effects from Vincent. This is like if you tell everybody in the fucking blue donut that if you if your corporation if, if somebody gets wind if if the, the the pappy bosses get wind of the fact that you're not happy with the pappy bosses that they might hulk out and lock you out of all your shit. Uh, it, it 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 it's some... Um, uh it, it's some bad like hollywood uh shitty dictatorship on on the on the downswing kind of vibes like it's just it, the chilling effect i think is immense i love this i'm grinning about this because i love it when my enemies make mistakes and it's a party i, I yeah. gotta say like
0: like same with m2 and um what else do we have? We had some ups and downs, you know, like... Uh-
1: Operation Inho was definitely a down, but I'm glad that we did it. I'm actually, I have no regrets at all about, like, welcoming those titans because we don't, we know, like I said from the beginning, like, we're here to fuck. Like, the only way you can actually beat the entire galaxy all at once is to draw them further and further into your territory and look for trap opportunities where you can leverage a situational advantage to try to degrade their strategic power... And, you know, then at the end of the road, when they're exhausted, then there's a wood chipper, right? So, uh, you know, it's, it's not been an easy war. I mean, I'm not going to try to act like, you know, getting things to, to this point was simple or, or not stressful or anything like that. I mean, we've definitely had some big moments. Um, and the, the the, but, you know. It's just—it's amazing to see it get to this point. Like, I—I I, I genuinely believed that we would stop them. Otherwise, I wouldn't have risked all of our assets by withdrawing all of our shit into the One DQ One constellation and actually building Fortress Delve. Uh, because when they, when they attacked us, initially speaking, we were looking at our system and we just had a sprawl of crap everywhere. I mean, I mean, look at the, the fucking satios. I had no idea we had 60 fucking satios in Delve because we didn't regulate that. So like corporations put keep stars up, corporations put satios up. We did regulate the keep stars, but we didn't regulate them enough. We didn't say where they would be. We didn't check their positionings appropriately. Uh, We had like in some systems we had like four satios, which is just bad from an industry index perspective. I don't understand that, but my people do, and they were telling me like this is bad for this reason. Um, And uh, I I did expect that once they this 3D thing, I, I thought that they would at least get get. To one DQ, or at, if they were going to run out of steam, that they would like, you know, maybe get a couple of, const, a couple of systems in the one DQ one constellation, uh, and, and so I have names for phases of this war, right? Like little, little catchy things for what phase we're in. Uh, right now, we're in the the welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker phase. Before this was the walls of Can- Constantinople phase. were all posted up on the walls of the final citadel, right? But then there were two other phases that they haven't even gotten to, right? One is uh, you know, the Siege of Terra and then the defense of the Imperial Palace, right? But they never made it past the walls of Constantinople. Uh and so we you know, the, the pivot before you get to anything funky is Rice Fields, and that's where we are welcome to the Rice Fields motherfucker. Delve is safe. Undock your capitals, nothing to see here. Uh, and then uh where we go next is a place. But yeah, like I um I'm glad it's, it's good that our enemies suck so much and that they hate each other so much that they can't stand. <laughs> like I, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like. Just think, just think what it would be like to be stuck in a command channel, arguing with people like gobbins and Villy and pro God. Uh, just, just, trying to negotiate try to just just watch them post listen to them talk do you want to like it's it's bad over there not because of any sort of big conspiracy or anything it's just that there are a bunch of people that genuinely do not like each other trapped together in a suicide pact for a failing strategy that never really had a chance of success in the first place Uh, but they didn't realize that because they never did their research on their enemies? Remember uh, the moment that goon that they get to delve, goons are going to lose thirty percent of their members because they believe we were the, the Omeka Gold Goons Swarm. Sorry, I'm rambling, guys. I, again, I apologize. I am I am coked up to the gills <laughs> on perfectly legal painkillers. <laughs> I showed you my foot earlier. I'm a hot mess. But that's why you know I it's, g- it's invited you though. Yeah, it's uh, but it, it's you know they they just don't like each other, and that's I think that's a Sorry. fundamental difference between the Imperium and the collective of our enemies. Like they like their own little tribes. They like their own little crews, right? But like the guys, you know, if you're if you're a dude in NC dot, you know, if you're these these original sinners guys or whatever, and you're stuck in a channel listening to like some dumbass from test and literally who like who the fuck is this guy and who the fuck is that guy and you know they're trying to tell you how it is and gobbins is planning ops to go scrape athenors out of fountain or something when 1dq1 is right there like it's not a surprise that these guys got pissed off and eventually just said fuck it because what are they getting out of it they don't like their their allies their, their allies are, you know, they're not making any progress towards their goals. It's not any fun. And I, I think that a lot of the, the PCU crisis uh, is a, a lot of it. And like they, they don't like to say this, and this is not a, a popular sentiment, but I, I believe a lot of the PCU crisis is legitimately uh, related to uh, the blue donut uh, running out of seam, right? Like just fundamentally speaking, there were 3,300 of these motherfuckers in fleets every weekend a year ago now they have trouble getting three more than 300 people in t5zi so where did those 3,000 players go over the course of of the last year well they were up there and then the drop off in the pcu is directly correlated right and i'm not saying that eve is perfect right scarcity sucks but these guys liked scarcity they loved scarcity they're like oh scarcity bad ccp needs to do something about scarcity gobbins was up there in a fucking town hall bragging to anyone who'd listen about how scarcity is good because it will kill the goon and uh, and you know you see when they petered out at the walls of Constantinople phase the the real deep hurting on that is when like Asbel number twenty gets popped in three D and they're all pissing and shitting themselves and making excuses and then I think that a lot of the Pappy line members just walked outside they were just like enough and, and then once it started going down then everybody has an excuse oh it's it's not that we're losing the war to the Imperium it's CCP's fault czp done fucked it up i care very deeply about scarcity now even though a month ago when i was still about to dream of burning the 1dq1 palace i believe that scarcity was good because gobbins told me it was going to defeat the goon but you know it's an excuse people and I, I think it's great i think it's great i want them to take the golden bridge retreat i think that they will be back once the blue donut gets shattered uh, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, I'm not too sympathetic for it. I'm not taken to the skies because they made their fucking bed. And if they're bitching about the fact that there's nothing to do in the rest of Eve, well, we've got stuff to do every day because you dumb motherfuckers blew the entire goddamn galaxy and settled in right next door to us so we have shit to do all the time it's a fucking party for my guys they just they just get to log in and haze nerds you just log your character in your super in back when they were still like jumping in the wood chipper it's just it, it's uh, it, it rules for us and i i'm not sympathetic to the the, the pubby hordes Ah, uh, when they whine about the the PCU crisis because it is a crisis. Like, if you're pissed off about it, maybe you should try to get out of your fucking blue donut, dumbasses. In the meantime, we'll keep bug zapping your fucking skybreakers or Stormer, whatever dumbass crap gobbins (laughs) sorry i went on sorry i just like completely lost control and started ranting so uh, yeah you know it's how i feel i think I, i think it's the truth i mean if i thought if i have the most to lose probably of a lot of people uh given my like oh i'm an Eve celebrity and you know there's there's blah 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 uh you know i don't want eve to vanish nobody wants to rule over a dead galaxy also i don't want to rule over the fucking galaxy i'm not gobbins i don't want to be in charge of puppies I want to be in charge of my people who I like that want me to be in charge of them and do the best job I can to make a fun space guild for my people to have fun in. I don't want to be in charge of fuck sticks, right? I don't want to be in charge of like weeb lamers, right? I don't like pubbies. And that's why we do our thing. And these motherfuckers are all like, oh, we've got to deal with the blue the <laughs> because, you know, they're going to try to take over the galaxy. The Empire. We're over here in a fucking corner, minding our own business, not because we're thwarted in our desire to rule over you. Like, this is the whole Sir Moli, greater band of brother GBC shit all over again. These dumbasses, you know, they're so insecure. They're so insecure that the, a lot of the, the leadership figures amongst uh, our, our dear enemies—they need the validation from having just a, a legion of fuckstick puppies paying rent to them. So uh, I, I don't want a legion of fuckstick puppies. I'm sorry. Sorry uh, to know, interrupt,
2: but I've been uh, advised by a doctor to tell you to uh, breathe
1: between uh I, oh honey I, can, I was I wondering fucking, uh, i am yeah. her for i can you breathe in through the nose while you're herfing out of there it, it's, <laughs> it's like a tibetan throat singing or mongolian throat singing whatever the fuck it is like uh it's a uh, merkel chin is better at it than i am um, but, uh, it's a skill
2: yeah uh, <laughs> speaking of uh you know pubbies and fuckwits and drugs and stuff um <clears throat> the reason i'm uh, on the show today actually uh is that snuff has a very special announcement um the history of the Imperium and Snuff is very far back and uh, very deep. And our recent campaign has uh, rekindled the fires against um, Panfam, Pappy, you know, whatever. Uh, and we are currently deployed against Fraternity. So it is Ooh. a good time and a good opportunity for us to join the Imperium. So we are rejoining the Imperium. Uh, the mighty tip of the spear of the Imperium is returning home. Yep, that's uh, that's why I'm here today. That's why the Matani's here. So you guys, I mean, all we're all—it's it's
1: us against the entire rest of the goddamn <laughs> galaxy. So you know, welcome aboard. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> the the exactly. branch returned. Exactly. But, uh, what I didn't get to, like in your in your half an hour rant or whatever, I wanted to jump in at some point, saying it was kind of surprising to me. That it took them a, a year to have these little fights and like have that drama come up. So I was actually impressed that it it seemed like they were kind of st- stable when it came to like the FC stuff, and it it actually took a full year um, for the first guys to say fuck it, right? Because because what you pointed out, but those like there's some big egos, and I'm not saying we don't have big egos in our FC team. It's not as many, right? and from that many different groups we're kind of all on the same page but there's so many different alliance leaders and fcs that all want to have a say in all this right that i actually was surprised that they managed to um to not like have like massive drama after like week two you know
1: well, I, I, th- I think it's precisely like, uh, I'm going to go into sociology nerd here, uh, sociology nerd territory here. So uh, essentially the way that I think of the Blue Donut or uh, Sappy is I think of the entire coalition as a ginormous, the biggest yet in the history of online gaming. Uh, SAPI is the largest distributed responsibility problem in the history of internet gaming. And when I say distributed responsibility problem, uh, if you guys have watched Boondock Saints, this is the classic example of uh, the Kitty Genovese murder. Uh, And this is, you know if you've read any sort of sociology or psychology one-on-one stuff, this is probably uh, old hat. But essentially, the fact that there are so many of them, and that therefore there was always somebody else to blame and point fingers at, is they're all just 152,000 crabs in one bucket, right? So whenever any thing went wrong it was easy enough to blame those other guys and there's always enough other guys that nobody actually had to take responsibility for something and you really see this with like pro god legend and philly launching the war of extermination and then the blowback effects actually Impacting like NC DOT right now and stuff like that, but essentially, and this was one of the, the reason why I was telling everybody, like you know, if you go back to my first war update about the war when I announced the war was going to happen before the war was announced by the bad guys, it was going to happen. I knew this was probably going to take forever, right? Not forever, forever, but like a year before the pivot. I believe, I hope, you know, cross our fingers here that we're we're sort of in the pivot territory. Welcome to the rice fields, motherfuckers. Uh, but. uh you know, the very fact that there were so many of them is precisely the reason why it has taken so long to get to this point, because it's only when it is only when the failure is obvious to all that you really start seeing this sort of phase of the failure cascade. Uh, and, and it is the largest failure cascade in the history of gaming and will be and because it's this coalition of all of them beginning to shatter and form a, a circular firing squad. Uh, And and I think it's just, you know, there was just there was just 150,000 fucking pilots worth of these nerds. And it took a year to chunk them through the wood chipper enough to the point that they'd lose their three to one numbers advantage. And, uh, you know, you just got to break them. That's just what you got to do over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for however long it takes until finally the puppies are fucking broken enough. And then they'll start like when it looks like even to the true believers, which is where we are now, I believe. Uh, that you know that they they done fucked up, and the other thing is that they're used to this kind of leadership. If the people who are in these public organizations are used to like this is what normal fuckstick style leadership looks like in dumbass legacy alliance number forty three, like it was never going to work in a world where you have like the pandemic legion and the NC dot guys sharing channels with like who fed up and warped intentions like what Uh, anyway whatever fuck them (laughs) so that's why it's a distributed responsibility problem the entire blue donut is a gigantic distributed responsibility problem and we are only just now going to start seeing them really start to tear each other apart form the circular firing squads and really have org issues because now finally uh it's like uh cutting the head off a chicken that runs around for a fucking year right like after m2 i would say that m2 was the obvious like we have the high ground, Anakin. I think that there's a dumbass movie, but it's the best analogy I can have here. Like we started this war with more Titans and Supercarries than they had. Remember when Pickles was all like, oh, we're gonna move a full thousand titans down? I'm like, oh really? A thousand Titans? I remember my first beer, right? Because like a year before that, we rammed eleven hundred titans up Vince's uh, you know, but I don't wanna be mean to Vince here, but we we rammed eleven hundred titans up north uh, in twenty nineteen. And then these dumb motherfuckers want to come at us and brag about, oh, I've got a thousand titans. Ooh, (laughs) So, you know, uh, after after M2, I think really it's just been, uh, you know, the brain has been dead. Right. Like you notice, like a lot of their big names just vanished, vanished after M2. Like what is Villy comes back to FCing? And he's FCing a mining. But I'm not a fleet commander, so I'm gonna criticize fleet commanders that say that they're fleet commanders that do fleet commander things and then stop. And now Villy comes back and he's he's guarding a fucking locust fleet in Iridia because Gobbins thinks that they can beat the Imperium by mining moons in Losek. You know, you you can't make this shit up. That is actually the fun part. This is what I love. Is that the dumbass shit that is happening now in this war is stuff that I couldn't predict it in a million years. I can see generally that there's phases. I can say big picture macro level. I'm the batani blah 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 blah. Like macro level, uh, distributed responsibility problem. Chunk them down. There's going to be pressure. Something's going to break loose, but you can't predict what's going to break loose. And the the stuff like some of the greatest hits, I think, for the greatest meltdowns for the last couple of months. I didn't see Omeka popping up and getting himself banhammered, right? Like Omeka had his base of support on our Eve and that was the only place people listened to Omeka and he turned up and he gurgooned so hard, he bugzapped himself. I couldn't have predicted that. I couldn't have predicted the fucking Matterall shit, whoa and then it just keeps going right and now (laughs) and now now this vince thing and whatever so this is this is for for me and hopefully for our guys is the fun bit right we've invested a year of our lives in fighting these fuck sticks and now we finally get a chance to sit back relax set their shit on fire while not talking about it and uh that was a more for me because of the painkillers than for everybody else because you guys are keeping quiet i gotta not talk
2: um well <laughs>
1: sorry laughing. to interject, but go ahead, go uh, there is a question me. from
2: uh Darkshines here and he's asking Matani if you managed to read his uh fan fiction that he wrote. Um that got, you know, a lot of uh views I read the first part of
1: it. I, I didn't read the second part. I was uh this is this is again like off the table. Like I was last weekend I was away uh all this shit broke loose like last weekend. It was crazy. So uh, my uh, girlfriend, part of our family, was getting like married, and so we went and did the whole wedding thing. And there I am. And like on Friday was I think when the Vince drama broke out. On Saturday morning, uh, I got intercepts of fraternity uh, doing their town hall and moving their caps out of T5 and into YZ9. Saturday evening, Villy comes back. This is just, you, you can't make this shit up like it's unimaginable villi comes back and is leading a, a locust fleet of like barges and guarding it with a hundred people and fucking iridia and, and then yeah, uh, which retards mining and Losek, am i right well i don't mind wanting low and things like that it's just war of you know it, it's who's doing it and what are they doing it for right like that's their that's their solution if they were just mining in lose it would be one thing but saturday night fucking prime time villi returns um it, it was just crazy. So anyway, I was out that weekend and that was the weekend, just this last weekend that everything just started, you know, coming apart for them. And then, you know, two days later, I, I fuck up my feet <laughs> and uh, it's just been it's been wild. Like I, I have not been at the controls while this shit yeah. has been. So uh, bringing back,
2: you know, the conversation back onto your mm-hmm. feet, uh, Dark shines is actually going to write another fan fiction, uh, including your feet. So you have that to look forward to. Um, that should be hitting the presses soon. <laughs> Since when is Shine's writing
0: those? Wasn't it like uh, who was it? in Snuff who was writing these fan fictions? I used
2: to write them, but now Shine's You used them. to write them. Yeah, no, I, I always thought it was conspiracy. Jonas
0: or one of, one of the.
1: Oh, no, it was guys. Me. Oh, was it you? Oh, no. yeah. But
2: Shine's going to write one now. So another one for the Matani.
1: Yeah, sure. I remember. I remember reading it from my my recliner at the at the the wedding Airbnb, and uh, I didn't see the second one. So I, I should actually, if somebody can i'll link that to me that would be cool but yeah shine's uh, is oh good somebody already did deleted me perfect there's a Thank recording you. of me
0: reading reading one of yours actually then hi
1: yeah <laughs> that was ages ago someone keeps linking that one you know have you so, not
0: read the
2: recent
1: ones the oh i hadn't seen no. this one i saw one of his in a comment in some other like vince related thread i haven't seen the big one here let me let me link oh, yeah, yeah
2: there's a big one that he wrote which
1: includes you I see if. Uh, do you so mean, this is just a straight yeah, pace right? from Elysium, so I, it's got. Some... All right, but, but
0: overall, like to bring it back a little bit to the mm-hmm. to the war, it kinda, it kinda did work as expected, but i for me personally, I was surprised how long it all was taken. Right, I was thinking it it would kind of go like this, but it would go i would say like twice as fast maybe um but like i don't know like what are the chances that this war is going to end this year right like wh- like end what is it, what are the chances that this war is ever going to end that's the question i would want to ask Oh, i should have asked like or someone should have asked uh Willy and the other, guy, uh, the other guys when they started it like what are the chances this war is ever gonna end? And when it ends, what are the chances that the end result is a good one for anyone in the game, right? Because like, it's it's kind of like that meme, like sacrificing everything for this, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or like a Game of Thrones reference that kind of fits is like, you know, like to see the world burn to be king of the ashes, right? Like, right. It's like uh you know what's left at the end and so you you brought up the whole um like the player count the pcu um uh, overall i think it the war plays a big role in that but then also obviously the scarcity stuff plays into that too there's less incentive of having like alts right so it, there's a lot of alts missing that's what i hope at least right that it's not actually 100 real players missing but hopefully a high percentage of that is Alts that I'm missing on the PCU, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say. I the, One of the other reasons why, like, you know, w- we'll find out, right? Like, if the Blue Donut breaks up and people start playing again, then we'll know. Uh, one of the other reasons why I haven't really been screaming from the rooftops is, like, I guess there's a couple of guys there at CCB who were like, doing things. But all of the Icelanders, all of the Icelanders are just gone. In, uh, and this is how it is every year. Uh, because you know, Iceland is very cold and dark, and then when summer comes and the sun does like partying in Iceland in high summer back in the day was just an absolute delight. And the entire country sort of goes through like a manic episode, right? Sort of manic depressive, I guess. You think uh, you know, so when it's cold Iceland's and dark, all the time. they only have uh, like a hundred dudes there. <laughs> it's like, do you think well, it's only so well, yeah. Iceland playing Eve? but i mean uh, i'm not saying i'm saying the icelandic devs right like the yeah like the devs are uh probably just gone right and so that's another thing is like it's sort of like screaming into a windstorm it's like you know in july trying to get ccp to listen to to anything is well like you know it, a lot of european countries actually have people get to go on vacation and have healthcare and all this other crazy stuff that here in freedom land we don't get and so uh, you know it, it's uh, the, the unfortunate reality is that you know, the kind of stuff that would be required to unfuck a lot of these things that need unfucking, right? And I, I do believe that CCP uh, has really uh, fucked up with the scarcity thing. I've made no no secret about that. I think that the evidence is there. But I don't think that there's anybody in the office to actually look at the evidence or notice people screaming on our Eve because that happens all like no company is going to listen to, to screaming. And the worst thing is is that when CCB really gets the hubris, and that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about here, is that like if they genuinely believe that the level of screaming that they're getting is an indication that they're actually doing something right as opposed to uh fucking it up, uh, well, uh that's a likely possibility. They usually assume that they're right until it's like, oh wow, I just Broke my foot. Well, um, I don't know. It, it, it's disappointing, uh, but it's not surprising. Let's put it like that. I think that's my 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 take on it.
2: But- yeah, I agree with everything Mitani said in the last fifty six minutes. I agree with all of it.
0: That's my uh, <laughs> ending statement. <laughs> um. So the, the thing is, though, they they did introduce scarcity, and they like everyone kind of would have expected like a negative take on it right like nobody would have expected us to all like it so at the at the beginning they probably did exactly what you said and said like yeah well they're complaining so it's working right but I just hope they have a fixed timetable for that and uh, I've never been on the CSM I don't talk that much to CCP uh, devs especially not to the guys that did the scarcity thing or that Mm -hmm. are involved there but maybe, maybe you have some insight there, but like would they usually f- like make it a fixed date and say, "Okay, scarcity errors from here to there that's what I'm if like- you think there's a plan, <laughs> honey,
1: good luck, yeah' <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like the way this works for going back since you know whatever, uh, people will say things to me like the way that I handle it internally is when there's like a patch note or somebody's talking about something on a dev thing I'm like. I don't give a shit. Let me see it when it's actually in like next, like when it's in a patch note or it starts turning up on CC. That's when I, from like the matani chair, that's when I pay attention to it because, uh, you know, CCB is never exactly like they they say that they'll have plans, but usually and maybe they do have plans, but those plans don't matter in six months because there's been too much churn at the company or somebody's has a had a brain fart or whatever. It's not a particularly well organized machine, and this is you know that's one of the reasons why uh you know i i always sort of see CSMing as almost like a punishment duty because it's like okay have fun storming the castle like once you get in there and you peel back the curtain and you see the the little people at the controls uh and that there is no like wizard of oz or whatever uh you know it it, it's it, it it does what it says on the tin if you're expecting some sort of uh miracle genius 13th dimensional chess thing just listen to yourself and look at their past behavior. Right? What'll happen is, is this? It'll be just like blackout. It'll be a kind of thing where they're like, "This is the best plan ever," and everybody that is criticizing it is bad and wrong. Here are they will point to people that they see as champions of the community that agree with whatever CCP is doing at the time. So they'll like, you know, they'll they'll, they'll put some uh, some guy up on stage or whatever to be like the you know whatever. I'm trying to remember the name of that uh, kid. Uh, Manic Velocity, right? Like, you know, they'll they'll pick a champion and say, oh, well, this guy likes uh, the blackout or this guy likes that. And to be fair to Manic Velocity, eventually he said, fuck you, CCB, and got out of that that situation. Uh, But uh, I I think that when it becomes obvious that it's actually fucking things up, though, at their bottom line level, it'll be just like the blackout and the Age of Chaos. Remember the Age of Chaos? Hilmar was telling everybody about Age of Chaos, Age of Chaos, Age of Chaos, Age of Chaos. And then It turned out that that nearly ruined everything and got everybody's bonuses fucked because the blackout was actually a terrible idea and the statistics proved it. But they don't like being told that they're wrong. Nobody likes being told that they're wrong. Uh, And once uh, they couldn't hide from the evidence anymore, then they put a torpedo in it and tried to act like the whole Age of Chaos thing never happened. And so I would expect the same damn thing. Uh, with, uh, with the whole scarcity thing. One of the other reasons why I'm not complaining about it is at the start of this war, uh, it was like two and a half Titans worth for losing a Keepstar. And one of the things that the Blue Donut has been cheering on is, ooh, we blew up all these Imperium Citadels. We did all these uncontested Citadel grinds. We blew up so many Crab Stars. Wow, we blew up your Keep Stars. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Uh, I wanted to blow up your Titans. Uh, you blew up our Keep Stars. Uh, cool trade. I'm cool with it. A Titan now costs, like, you know, what is it like? I, I don't even know. with it, The build costs going into them, it's something. It's just obscene. It, it's it's ridiculous. But we've got the Titans. They're pissing and shitting themselves right next door to us in T5ZI. So, you know, I, I don't really have much of an incentive strategically to take to the skies to criticize scarcity. Uh, and, uh, you know, let somebody else fucking tilt at the windmill. Like I was I was there with the Jeta riots. I was there with the emergency summit during the Incarna crisis. I have gone through like I like our guys. I'm going to say it's not just me. Like, it's our organization in the Imperium repeatedly, historically, has taken point in helping attempt to clean up CCB's messes such that they don't blow the whole damn game up out from under us, right? And we have done that time and time and time again. And you know what? Sitting on my fucking hands and hurting my foot in the fuck palace instead of taking to the skies to try to save CCP from themselves and save the puppies from their own damn blue donut. It's been really relaxing. I would rather be in agonizing pain from the fucking foot stuff than uh, having to to try to to wipe their asses again. I'm just done with it. Like, let's see what happens. I mean, Eve can recover. We know Eve can can recover because after Incarna, if, if they put more sand in the sandbox, if they make spaceships more spaceships, like there is a recovery plan after the blackouts, after the chaos, after the Incarna stuff, you give the spaceship nerds more spaceships to kill each other and make it cool and gimmicky. And everybody wants to love Eve. Everybody wants to love CCP. Everybody wants to go back to... To the good, you know, the good days that we remember or whatever. So all they have to do when they back this shit off is show a mild level of Oops, well, here's a bunch of new spaceships, have fun, and people will come back. But it is really relaxing for me to sit on my fucking hands and let's see what everybody else can do with the PCU crisis for a change. Because in the Imperium, we're busy. Our entire command layer is occupied with all of the fucking pubbies. So sorry, guys, I just don't have time in our agenda to try to save the fucking game from our enemies and whatever idiots are, are doing the dials on the spreadsheets that have fucked up null so badly it's bad <laughs> though i mean don't get me wrong like the the the, the whole let's everybody go mine isogen and low sec where the fuck did they come up like uh, oh yeah the the the, the low sec guys they really they, they really want to mine isogen that's that's exactly what i think of when i think of low sec you can't make this shit up like what the fuck anyway so yeah that's why it's nice it's like okay well I'm just going to sit here and they can blow themselves up and we'll see how things go in a month or two. All right. There you go. Uh,
0: <laughs> let me let me just interrupt with a question I read in chat, which I think, I mean, I can't even answer it, to be honest, um, which goes, what is your dream outcome of the war? It was, like, directed at me, so I'm, like... Mm-hmm.
2: CO2 returning, uh, Gigax coming back and saving the Imperium. Yep, that's my dream outcome right there. Oh, co2
0: return like dude. co2 returning if you know we could talk about uh, the whole gig x things for for hours too i guess but i mean he, he kind of is banned for a reason um but uh, if i wanted to answer that I, I wouldn't even know for sure like i don't it's not about for me pers- personally right it's not that much about like winning it than it is like what is the end result like what is eve gonna look like at the end that's the most important thing at at the moment we just talked about the pc the, the numbers like we need a healthy game at the end of the day we all want to play it right so i would say the per- the perfect outcome would be everyone just like leaves all coalitions all coalitions are gone it's only alliances right that would be that would never happen i know but it's only alliances all, everyone for themselves you know and then you know spread out a little bit do the their own thing and then you know i but think the issue is is that work. a lot of the
2: eve is essentially an aging population and it's going to sound ageist but i think people as they get older they have less time and the
0: they're and like and shit, right? uh,
2: they like to uh they like to play the game a lot safer and i think alliance leaders that have been around for very long in norsec are just bad for the game you know, as they get older, because they basically just become pussies, is a way to put it. And they prefer the safety of their, you know, blue donut, but it's nothing that you can really do about that.
0: Yeah, I think it will, it cannot happen just because of all those connections. Everyone knows everyone, like Discord, like, I talked about that a lot, uh, a couple of times when I had uh, PGL on, for example, right, we like to talk about that, like the whole Discord thing, and everyone's like, so well organized, so well connected. And uh, it's so easy. The game mechanics play into that too with the ACL, like, you can just like give everyone access to everything super quickly. Uh, it's very easy to, to have coalitions and to have, like, uh, to work together uh, nowadays that, you know, it would never... You would never find a way or you would never be able to give a, enough incentive for people to not group up, I think. So you will ev- always end up with coalitions to a degree, right?
1: I mean, I, 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 I just, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, I fundamentally disagree with this. Like, I people, like, Wibble is like a fucking brother to me, right? Like, I see him multiple times a year when we're not in the plague times. Like, I, I'm never going to apologize to motherfuckers, not you specifically, guys. But, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. I'm never going to apologize to motherfuckers that are butt blasted that we have friends. Like, these are people right. who I have been through in some cases. Like, you know, in the Imperium, we've been through wars over more than a decade together. <laughs> we have stories we have experiences like the amount of shit that like wibla and carneros and i have gone through together uh that sister bliss and i have gone through together that all of us in the leadership of the imperium uh you know we've been uh like it or not we're trauma bonded right and and so that's why it always strikes me as just you know it's naive uh And it's infuriating. It's not just naive, it's infuriating. And not not what you're saying, but like one of the things that the attitude that gobbins fucking elf boy cops, and incidentally, since people don't seem to understand why I call him elf boy, it's because he looks like a fucking Keebler elf. Uh, you know, one of the things that's so obnoxious is elf boy going like, well, why don't we just have a post-coalition eve after this war wherever's like, motherfucker, you tried to come at me and my friends, you're in a shit and piss in my house and try to get rid of my friends? Fuck you. I don't owe you shit, right? All of these motherfuckers that are mad that other people are friends with each other are, I'm sorry, if you're not going to Vegas with us and getting drinks, you're never gonna, under, and this is, again, not to Pando and to high, but to anybody who's watching this that's wondering, why are people having friends? How dare they, right? Like, the reason why the Imperium got so butt-blasted about this and why we're, you know, we're fighting for Vegas. We're fighting for each other in Vegas and FanFest and at the Goon Meets and all the things that we do every year multiple times we hang out and a lot of puppies don't do this a lot of puppies don't get together multiple times a year and hang out with each other and you know i don't you know fuck gobbins he's not my friend he doesn't get to tell me who i'm friends with if i have friends in another alliance if i want to drink beers with wibla if i want to run around with carneris and wibla and do imperium things why the fuck do i owe gobbins gobbins of all people, shit to try to tell me who and me and my friends can't be friends with oh i'm sorry you know some random fuck sticks idea of how the sandbox game should be oh no my sandbox game was played in a different way because those guys over there are making friends with each other how dare they make friends these people I mean, you know it's, it's so entitled it's, it's this entitled that, shit stick stuff that, Ugh.
2: I don't think people really, you know, I was talking to V about
1: this yesterday, actually.
2: I don't think it's really an issue of that. I think that is just a natural progression of the game. You know, people make friends. I'm not, it's, yeah, like it's human nature, that, right? Exactly. It, it is the
1: case. case. I mean, the Blue Donut needs to break up because otherwise they're all just going to quit, right? Like, But they can go back to shooting each other. Like, also, at this point, like, they can't... St- I, I think it's going to end naturally. Like, I think what's going to happen here is we're going to see the Vinces and the original Sinners drama and just whatever else is next going to break loose, especially now that people are moving their cap fleets or at least partially out of T5ZI, uh, the writing is on the wall. And what's going to happen here, I hope, in a best-case scenario, is the enmities and the frustrations that have developed over the last year amongst the Pappy command when they've been stuck in channels with each other not able to shoot each other, once they start breaking free from the donut, you know, suddenly all of this frustration, animus, and bile is going to come to the surface, and then hopefully wars will break out back in the other quadrants of NullSec like it should be. Uh, but, you know, if not, uh, it is what it is. I, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm not on the Blue Donut side. Nobody here is on the side of the Blue Donut, so uh, whatever, fuck them. But if they're expecting the Imperium to break up uh, after this for the good of whatever the fuck Gobbins think the, thinks the game should be, uh, they got another thing coming.
0: I don't, I don't think anyone would expect that or whatever. And when I said it, obviously, you know, it's a dream scenario. And obviously, I I mean, well, I mean,
1: you know, the thing is, you don't like the block stuff. You don't like the big sledgehammer fights. And that's why you're so good at what you do, right? Like, that's why you and the unit guys are like the fucking space marines to our Imperial Guard, bringing the narrative ellipse all all the way back around from the start of the show. Uh, And so, you know, I don't expect you. To, to, to like the big coalition stuff and it, it doesn't matter, right? I, it's great that you do what you do. I don't think that people who are going to be like uh, tactical specialists aren't going to be interested in, you know, hitting people with nuclear weapons, right? You know, it's not going to, it's just, it's, it's, it's a different skill set. Uh, anyway, yeah. All right.
0: to To bring this a little bit towards high, uh today obviously the announcement came with the reverse keys uh reserve keys sorry the reserve bank uh keys um and then the first comment i read about that was SnuffDot will have a field day with these like and hey, not there, really like uh, they, they, they not suck the absolutely okay okay, right, slowly,
2: right? They're quite bad. It's like one hundred and fifty mil a minute, and these like reserve banks have billions in it. So you're gonna have to sit there while like you know fraternity forms a thousand dudes and just like shits on you. It's not an easy task, right? I think people are overestimating how easy it will be to monopolize this, or you know you can't control LoSic. Yeah, people call it. Yeah, so I think
0: the the number one. So you can't control LoSic, but obviously you live in LoSic. Are you are you guys gonna? Farm these, I don't know. Like, what the well, it depends, even going right? for money? Exactly. Well,
2: it, it depends on how easy they are, you know, the demand is uh, whether we'd use them ourselves, probably not. Because, unless uh, what I imagine happening is people farm the hell out of these, they get sold to Norsuk people, and also people just do massive fleets and just go suck up all that isk in one day, and then the reserve banks are gone, or something like that. That's how I see it happening.
0: Yeah, I, I, to be quite honest, I haven't looked. Like, I haven't... I didn't like, quite understand the details of it. I kind of know how they're supposed to work, but I can't even predict what, how it's going to work, uh, really. So, like, I guess we we'll don't have to wait and see.
2: Huh? Yeah, I, I do not have my... I don't think they'll be very good, to be honest. I think it will just be a short-term thing that, you know, no groups just suck up all the money.
0: Well, I, I mean, I guess I thought maybe... Uh, Maybe you guys had some plans with them or something, and uh, you know want to use it. Since you you guys are hitting fraternity and all that stuff, right? People are probably expecting you guys to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. I guess. I mean, it's we're at the mercy of CCP's will. Uh, how you know good they'll be is based on them and how much they'll drop.
0: And uh, so before I skip, like, so that was a question for you, and then there was another one that I don't, I don't want to skip over, which was the whole CSM thing. Like, so you took your CSM application back, and uh, maybe you want to like, maybe say yeah. why. And so there was also we talked about some stuff, or you sent me a um, sent me a uh, what is it a text file, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, which I read. And maybe, you know, you want to go into that a little bit? Uh,
2: I mean, I'll save it for a little bit. But basically, um, I dropped out of the
0: CSM because I didn't have the time.
2: I wanted to focus on my exams and I realized it's quite a bad time to do it because you obviously have to focus on getting attention and getting votes. And I didn't have that time. I didn't want to compromise my you know studies for the CSM. And I thought that yeah, Phantomite was putting in a lot more effort. And he's still a decent low-set candidate, obviously. Unfortunately, he didn't get in, but I thought I'd let him have the spotlight if I'm not going to be able to commit to it. But um, as you've said, I still am doing something which I wanted to do to try and uh, get across some, you know, points for FCs because I think uh, CCP needs to understand that A lot of the game right now, content creation wise is way too much of a time, you know, sink and it's not that fun. So I'm going to just try and get some awareness going as best as I can. And it'll either do something or it won't, but you know,
0: what do you think are the number one or what are the, the number one, number two issues that get in the way of content creation? and i'm telling everyone right now i'm not gonna say anything when the word citadel's coming in like i'm just gonna say it right now like it's you know it's just a t- it's citadels just a guess, is, you know
2: citadels is a massive massive thing but there's so many different factors and knock-on effects of citadels i could talk about citadels for hours but there are other issues you know obviously i think the war is a big issue right now but that can't really be fixed. Player interactions and you know people making friends and you know these coalitions—they aren't things that CCP can fix. Whereas things like citadels, you know, uh, fuzzy solve stuff like that—they can iterate that to make it more fun. I think CCP needs to just iterate on more stuff more actively rather than being so passive and waiting five years before they do something. You know, like scarcity—I think they did that a little bit too late, and that's why people are complaining.
0: You know, yeah. I don't think scarcity is a bad thing. I just think they did it a bit too late. So what I think is one of the big issues with Citadel is they're connected with, to so many things, right? They're doing so many things that you can't just iterate, like, you know, a little change here, a little change there. Because every every little change impacts the other stuff. And if the other stuff doesn't fit to that change, you're going to run into trouble really quick. So I almost think you need, like, one massive rework all in one go you can't even you can't just for example you can't just say um for example i know you like the passive income thing um especially for low sec obviously right i think in low sake, it probably would work pretty well um you can't just say for example oh yeah now Athanos just uh, passive mind those moons right no you have to adjust it you have to say okay if they're passive mine, then you have to adjust the the timers. Do you still have three timers? I mean, it's ridiculous anyway that an athena has three timers, but whatever. Yeah. Then you mean... add then you add that to the to the change log. Then you have to say like, okay, how much? Obviously, how much does it mine and all that stuff. But um, if it only has two timers, is that one timer? Um, you know, right away. Like, is it always vulnerable? Is it not always vulnerable? Is it a strong timer now again, like passes were, right? Because that's a way different dynamic. Um, you know, then we talk about assets, like, you know, it goes further and further and further. And then it always leads to like, okay, you need to touch all the citadels at once almost, right?
2: The funny thing is, though, I think it's another issue that citadels are so integrated into the game and like literally spammed everywhere if you were to iterate on them now people would still cry massively especially if you got rid of you know affected their offensive capabilities because there's a massive war going on because then you know goons would see it as disadvantaging them so i don't think ccp will be able to iterate on citadels i think they're gonna have to add something new i mean they seem to have this idea of just keep on adding more and more shit. So I think that's what they'll do. I don't think they'll iterate on
0: citadels. I think they'll
2: just try and add something to try and make people do stuff.
0: Yeah, that's my fear too, to be honest. They seem to like just adding stuff to fix things instead of like actually going back to fix things, right? Is it exactly? I don't know why, but like, ugh, it's a headache. Um. Yeah. What else is there? Like, what what else do you think is in the way of content creation? Like, what 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 does it make hard? Um right now, YFCs.
2: Well, I mean, the, the fact that Citadels are just sp- like, the only thing that people can fight on is Citadels because they pretty much do everything, as you said. So Citadels are a massive ball lake because they can just be spammed everywhere. A Fortizar costs, a, a fit fort is the same as two dreads now, which is pretty ridiculous, right? It's a structure that does 40k damage, has a bomb launcher, PDS you know, ECM jams that will just perma jam someone. They're very powerful structures and they can just be thrown around like nothing. You know, it's imagine being an FC and having to clear a region. And then if you compare that to like old posses, you could one cycle a pos you know, clearing a region wouldn't be AIDS. If somebody stopped fighting, you know, and was just blueboarding you on purpose, it wouldn't be such a bollock to clear up a region. It wouldn't burn people out as much as it does now. And the fact that Citadels have no reward, as you've said, you know, even though the rewards on r sixty fours was only like five bill a month, it was still an incentive and that incentives are powerful things. You know, people would have hundreds of billions of ISK fights, you know, for example, F7C, which we had, uh, Melmaniel, you know, Anschutz against Pandemic Horde all lots and lots of fights, which were hundreds of billions over a post that would take years to pay it off. You know, it's the small incentives make people want stuff, want to defend and want to attack, which doesn't really happen in of
0: like, Cheddar. I instantly read. I mean, there are calls now. Well, what well, I think the calls are a horrible idea. Right? Yeah. I, I like. I was told about them, like when they, they, when they were like coming up, right? And then like there was like people were asked like, how do, what do you think about this and stuff? And I instantly said like, why? Like, why not have like for, for example, on Athanos and stuff? Why not have a fifty percent drop rate on? like Athanos and so on, right? Then the big fish are a bigger target. Like, that's what it should be, right? It's very, like, logical to me. Like, for example, Mitten's uh, Fuck Palace and WandaQ would be the biggest target ever. If I agree that Keepsters and so on should drop, uh, like, a shit ton of stuff, I don't know about that, right? The staging citadels should maybe have a different rule. Like, Keepsters, Fortisers, uh, uh, Astroses. But all the industry stuff... Why not? You live in no security space, you know, have at least some risk if you do like the big stuff, which was a contributor to the whole like ramping up of industry when it comes to supers and times, obviously the safety aspect, right? Everyone was like, all right, I can get into this business now. I don't have to fucking ship my shit from one post to the other and like throw it in here and throw it in there and it's all complicated. No, I just walk my freighter from A to B, from tether to tether and like it's all fine, you know? And if someone comes and rep, like whatever, I lose 10% at worst, but they have to ref it three times with a damage cap. It's like nobody would ever do that. So like the safety yeah. was just so crazy.
2: It wouldn't be so bad if there was, you know, a damage cap and the fact that you basically have to spend one and a half hours bashing a Citadel to get like, you know, a 700 mil core. I think that's also the aspect of even, yeah, you have to form fleets to do these things. You can't just do it by yourself because a Citadel is, you know, can just kill one or two people quite easily. Even Astro Houses, you know, they're very strong and they're worth nothing, but, you know, you have to clear them. Or, you know, if you want to try and fight on them, it's quite, well, it's very hard as an attacker. I think that also adds to blue balls, right? Like, you can't fight an equal fleet on a Citadel as an attacker because a Citadel is extremely strong, especially if you try and do battleships because the bombs chunk you. Um, And that encourages people to bat phone because they know that they can't do it alone effectively. And then it encourages defenders to bat phone and then you just end up on blue balls and, you know, campaigns fizzle out, I think. Citadels just aren't very good for fighting on. Um, But again, I don't think CCP is ever going to iterate on them. I think they'll just try and add something else, which is fair enough, to be honest. I think they'd have to do a lot of iterating for it to be something that would be manageable for people.
0: I would hope they understand the dynamic that you just said, right? So if you have a Citadel and it has a certain defensive um, advantage, right? If the advantage is so big that um, the attacker has to form massively or massively outform the defender, the defender would then have, when they get massively outformed, would have then like an easy out to say like, hey, like look at these numbers, we can't engage, right? So like most of the time, either the attacker says like all oh, the defensive capabilities of uh, citadels which is like now papi basically what they're saying right the defensive advantage is too big for us to do it while um, you know if they would bring like ultra numbers which they can't right now but like let's say like another group they bring like twice the numbers um, we would simply be able to say like hey, look at this like we can't engage this right so and that happens a lot of time on a smaller scale i feel like that happens a lot of time Right, that someone uh, defend, trying to defend their citadel, they either look at uh, like a massive amount of numbers and they can't do it, um, or you know equal numbers that the attacker wouldn't attack because of the citadel, right? And uh, I think that dynamic, um, you know, it's crazy. Panda we did it to them. remember X47? Yeah, I do remember x47. I remember it, uh, pretty well actually. Uh, I'm not saying, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm not, I shouldn't have brought up the whole Papi Imperium uh, thing. I think this scale, at this scale, it plays less of a role, to be quite honest. At this, like, the, the higher you go on the scale, a citadel can only do so much on the scale. It really can, right? It people also did. become
2: more disposable, right? Like yeah. you know, one person is less important in a thousand people than one person in fifty people or twenty people.
0: Yeah, on the scale, only two things really matter, which is the PDS and the tether, right? I mean, the DD, sure, the DD matters too, but PDS and tether—that's the key two things that have the defender's advantage. And uh, you know, you could you could talk for we could talk for hours about like how like how many people would you need like. ...to outnumber someone defending a keepster for example. You know, it always depends. You gotta be smart with the choice of ships obviously too. Um, you know, we've killed keepsters outnumbered in Delf, right? So it's like, um, you know, if you're willing to sacrifice you can do a, a ton of shit. And Mittens, I wanted to bring that up actually earlier. Remember the first meetings we had when the, when the war was kicking off? um it looked it looked uh the situation looked kind of grim right we we didn't know how many people are gonna actually show up like we were all like looking at those numbers trying Mm -hmm. to guess it and i remember you being like super confident in this meeting and shines and i was like holy shit like why is he so confident like there's a shit ton of people coming (laughs) (laughs) i literally said to shines like holy fuck why is he so
1: confident like what is he doing right like and- I mean, you know, there's just a lot of them. Like, one of the things about this from, like, a metagame perspective is, and so, like, on the Citadel stuff, I think you guys are absolutely right, where, like, once it scales past a certain point, like, what's a sticky issue at game design when you're dealing with a couple hundred people fighting over a Citadel is very different when you're at the thousand-plus level. Putting that aside, uh, as far as the, the confidence and the leadership, I mean, uh, I think a lot of it is just time and grade, right? Like, the, the I, I, one of the side effects of the Blue Donut happy nonsense i think is hopefully we'll you know these people our enemies have been screaming at you know us for years about n plus one and you're just a bunch of blobbers and you know they call us the blue donut n plus one blah blah and one thing that i i do sort of enjoy as a perk of this war and they're gonna hate me pointing this out but i'm never gonna let them live it down is you can't whine about n plus one anymore you guys had you know the, the bad guys had three to one odds at us for a year plus now, and look what their n plus one has gotten them so i I think that it is one of the potentially interesting side effects of this war is forcing people. To well, it won't actually force people. People are going to believe their dumb shit if they want to believe their dumb shit. But maybe a few people might take a step back and reassess and go, "Okay, why didn't this work? Why didn't it work when they had the entire galaxy in three to one odds? Why didn't the villi predictions about how goons were going to disintegrate the first thirty, you know, thirty percent?" I I think that at a fundamental level, you know, they, I, I guess it could be bad for me to to spill the beans here, but. Uh, at a fundamental level now it's kind of too late is they don't understand us and and I think that you really can't understand uh what the imperium is when the mean is fighting a, uh, unless you unless you've hung out with us in the real world like you know if you if you know us in Vegas at Fanfest at the meets you will see that the Presence in Eve Online and you know, the things that we do together as a tribe are like an emanation of this this real world society, which mostly lives on on Jabber, uh, and uh, is sort of independent from the thing. So you know they went to to war. Um, why I was so confident? Well, first of all, I had to be, right. It's not a fucking choice, right? If the entire galaxy is going to come at you, and you decide that you're going to stand and fight, and you're 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 wearing the fucking space crown, then you gotta you gotta just suck it up and get out of there. Two, uh, we've been able to use our entire spy network the entire war. I want want to remind people that one of the reasons why we're having those planning meetings way back in the day is because Pro God, Pro God, and these other motherfuckers they can't keep their mouths shut. And so we had Intel growing as this process was starting to roll, and so we knew this was coming, and that's why you started seeing us preparing and bunkering down. And for me, this is a war I've wanted to fight since the Casino War, right? I absolutely have maintained, and for years, dumbass motherfuckers have been out there saying that I suck for saying this—that if uh, we, if they didn't have the fucking infinite ISK sheets. From the casino war that we would have been able to fight all of the galaxy to a standstill and hold out and win. And I am delighted, delighted to be able to publicly and repeatedly validate that assertion on my part. Um, so, you know, it's just, they're very predictable because there's a lot of them. They leak a lot because there's a lot of them. They have distributed responsibility problems because there's a lot of them. And just kind of like how with Citadel mechanics, the issues are problematic at like the issues that bother you at the 200 person uh, Citadel fight level, stop being an issue when you're at the, the thousand person and it's a different set of issues. Uh, it, it's kind of the same way with macro level strategy. When you know that you are fighting uh, all of them, all at once. A lot of the individual variations between the groups are evened out because what you're essentially fighting uh, is uh, not just a distributed responsibility problem, but it's a council, right? And we know from the history of Eve Online, councils do not, councils are not agile. Right. Cancel councils cannot like pivot. Right. There's no no one person is in charge of anything and therefore nobody is really in charge. And so once they started blundering forward into uh, I mean, you know, this is a 40K analogy. Take your pick. It was basically what the Iron Warriors did to fuck over the Imperial Fists is they built. Uh, an entire planet that was just one big trap and that's I, I told everybody what it was i said it was the fucking puppy wood chipper. it's not like we, we we you know we said don't enter here you come in here and we're gonna draw you in through the floodplains and then you're gonna find the wood chipper and wood chipper go burr like we didn't we we, we we signposted it and they did it anyway because they had so much and, and it's not about the personalities when it's so big it's not about vince it's not about gobbins it's not about Villy. it's about all of them and they had so much um inertia, fundamentally speaking, which is a nice way of saying there's the biggest, fattest blob of puppies you can imagine. And they're going to fall their way down the stairs because they can't pivot. They can't go, oh, wow, this isn't working. We need to go do something else. All they can do is point fingers at each other and scream. And so that is one of the reasons why in many ways, one of the frustrating things about this war for me personally, frustrating, is that just because there's so fucking many of them, it's the entire game that's in NullSec all at once for a year is—it's just so many of them. We know where they're coming. We know where they're going. We can try to set up our traps. We can try our plans like Operation Inho. We can make our moves. We can take our shots. Shit, you know, whatever. But the fundamental fact is, you have one hundred fifty-two thousand pilots worth of puppies to grind through, and that's just. Even if you know that they're coming, even if you know about their internal things, like that's just—it's a zombie. It's just—it's got a life of its own. It doesn't matter how many shots you put into the body; it's just going to take a long time for that fucking thing to to stop twitching and fall over and stop being a threat. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's why. Um, that's why the confidence is—I uh, knew we could do it at a certain level. And also the other thing is—you got to believe the path to victory lies between an continuum of no, not believing on the low end. Uh, and no hubris on the high end. When things are going well, you got to tell yourself don't buy into your own bullshit, don't drink your own Kool Aid, always look for more things that can go wrong, always try to mitigate those risks. Uh, but when things are bad, just understand go fucking take a nap, you know, go do what you got to do walk away from the computer, dust yourself up. And it's a long war, and I think it's easier to deal with the shittier parts when you're fighting for something. And again, this is the thing the puppies don't get, especially the test guys or the horde guys. Like they've, I guess, a few more people from horde come out to to Vegas and stuff these days, but test usually has just like six fucking randos. Uh, you know, they have no idea who and what they're going up against, and uh, that's that's what we fight for, right? You know, it's not about my, like, I don't give a shit about pubby space pride, right? Ooh, I'm an alliance leader, and I'm not a fleet commander. Ooh, wow, you know, the opinions of people who aren't in the Imperium are just a a, a risk factor that has to be either mitigated or, you know, whatever, dealt with. Um, But, you know, uh, we're, we're fighting, literally, we are fighting for our friends. We are fighting for our right to hang out with our friends and play a fucking video game together like we have for, in some cases, of us who are like the old school guys that return. We've been doing this for 15 plus years right and you run around to fucking polygon and you declare a war of extermination because these just pathetic little fuck sticks want to tear me like it, it gets me mad it's not it's not omentani Herflerf. i legitimately get mad i'm mad all the time i enjoy being mad i'm good at being mad but like the idea the very idea that someone like pro god legend or villie like who is Pegas. just so Billy nice. is just a fucking loser he he doesn't come to vegas Villy doesn't come to Vegas. Villy doesn't go to FanFest. The first time Villy has ever shown his face in EVE Online is when he went to the fucking CSM. That is the only time anybody has seen Villy. And this dumb motherfucker wants to tell me and my friends who have fought together for however many years that we we hang out with each other all the fucking time, multiple times a year. Traveling the world with goons is a delight. You can go to London and you'll see all the cool things of London because the London goons will, will show you the real city That tourists don't get to see, and that's how it is everywhere. And the fact that the the, the pro God legend Villy has the audacity to say who we can be friends with—I'm sorry, little video game nerd loser—you're not going to stop us from hanging out with each other. So yeah, it makes us mad. But that's also another reason why we fought, why we had to win. We didn't have a choice. I let them blow up our Golden Bridge. genius move while we're talking shit about macro level strategy fucking these watching these like trained seals these idiot fucking puppies clapping for putting down t5zi like it wasn't literally one of the biggest strategic mistakes in the history of online gaming t5zi i love it it's gonna go down when we eventually blow it up we will put the fuck palace on top of where it was but it's gonna die last t5zi is like my fucking comfort it's, it's my, like my little security blanket i want to hug it i want to hug t5zi i love t5zi it just shits out value all day every day because the, these dumbasses have you know they didn't know what they were fighting they didn't know what they were doing and uh yeah so you have to be confident you have to get the job done because it's bigger than you and that is something that you don't see on the Pappy side, these guys are all thinking about their individual lives. They're thinking about their individual Z-Killboard reputation. They're thinking about their individual corporation. They don't have a tribe. And that's why they call us a cult. They call us a cult because they're never like, oh, you'd have to do. It's not like it's crazy. It's just a fucking fraternity of nerds, boys and girls and anything uh, playing a video game together who get it's a bowling league right but we know each other we hang out with each other and if they had eyeballed it you know viliad had been to one of these things he would have known that we wouldn't have you know broken up and he All was right. in the Imperium for years he could have come out but he didn't anyway whatever fuck those people
0: <laughs> All right let me let me stop you here you know i wanted to bring up one point that's why i brought up that the, those first meetings because like one thing like, right before we talked about, like, their willingness to actually also lose some shit and, like, sacrifice mm-hmm. some stuff. And you remember at the beginning I was pushing hard to headshot uh, D-P. Mm-hmm. Like, if I look back at this, like it's one of my... There's a couple moments, like, where I regret, like, ah, shit, we should have done this, you know. Uh, I feel like we should have done the D-P thing still maybe the original plan the first plan i had wasn't that great but the second one was pretty good i thought and uh, so do you have um do you have any moment in the war that you felt like ah oh, we should we could have done more and i'm not saying like i think there's no problem like no war ever we'll just go straight forward you know oh yeah i, I, I mean no should happen
1: all the time right okay so here's here's some crazy ass like you know just being willing to Admit mistakes and fuck ups. You can't learn from something unless you've accepted that there was a failure, right? Step one for I want to learn and not fuck up again is accepting that there was a fuck up, getting your ego out of the way, and then going, okay, what fucked up here? Uh, There's tons of them, right? We've been at, at a year of war here. Shit goes wrong all the fucking time, and that happens on all sides. But what, in my view, Uh, in many cases, I've said this before, I've written a column about it in the Dark Ages about how I think that in many cases, wars can be lost by the loser. Like we set up a great grand strategy. We took some shots. uh, Things have worked out really well. I'm very happy with it. Uh, But what we're seeing now in terms of Pappy losing, uh, I think it goes, is a perfect example of wars being lost by the loser where they uh, have made a bunch of mistakes that we could not, that we didn't have any influence on, that they just kind of blew themselves up. Let me think of examples of things that I would have liked to have done differently. Um, I would have probably my single biggest regret, uh, is, and this is one of those situations where there wasn't really a way for me to have known this. So I, am not a big regret guy, uh, because I think it's, it's a waste of time. I'm just not wired that way. Uh, but in terms of errors that I will absolutely be correcting, and we've already said we're, we're correcting this is, you know, Fortress Delve was an idea. We never actually like, it was just full of sprawl. Uh, We didn't have citadels in the right locations like people are like if people are talking about citadels this citadels that about the war whatever we just had like it was like uh, it, I'm not a big Starcraft player but it was just like a Zerg creep right like we just had crap everywhere right like that was so we ended up with thousands of Athenors Satios everywhere keep stars in the incorrect locations not optimized. The fits were awful. We didn't have standardized fits because, like, when we moved to Dell, the keep stars were like new. And I, I had no idea we didn't have like forty-five plus of the damn things. Uh, so obviously, uh, uh, something for unfucking in the future is you know we're going to have a system, we're going to have a process, we're going to optimize what works, and then iterate on that. And we didn't have that. So in many cases, while we were in the floodplains phase, frantically, we're sort of back here going, "Oh, you know, uh, oh shit." I, I also wish that I had take, uh, taken the, the warnings more seriously because, you know, we did get advance notice and we did start of, uh consider the possibility. But, you know, uh, Pro god legend, a lot of these guys, all they ever talk about is we're all going to get together and shoot the goon, right? And so after a certain point, you know, you got to wait for the alarm bells to ring more than, oh, we're all going to band together and shoot goons like we do every five years. And, you know, so uh, obviously if I could go back in time, uh, I probably would have... Uh, done just a tremendous amount more of preparation and, and getting ready for it. But, you know, it's, or it, uh, like, you know, with Op Inho, right? Like, you know, potentially if I had put in another 10 Titans on that, right? Like, if, if we, but, you know, again, there's only so many high speed, low drag Titan jocks that can pull off even trying something like Operation Inho, right? Like, I have no regrets about Inho itself. Like, I'm trying to go back here and find examples of things that uh, we would have done differently, and there are probably a bunch, right? Like, obviously, like, you'd go back and... Um, hindsight, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and, and I'm open about it, right? Like, I, one of the reasons why we have trust in our, our command structure from our, our line is because collectively, when we fuck up, all you gotta do when you fuck up is go, gosh, guys, we fucked up. Here's what went wrong. We're sorry. We're gonna try to do X next time, and people are cool with it. Uh, but apparently, that's you know, you know, and you know, it's great. I'm glad that our enemies are insecure douchebags that are unable to admit failures because, you know, it, you just see the way that Philly was behaving on Trash Talk Tuesday when all this NC dot drama was coming out. Uh, you know, he's just sitting there like, you know, they're they're just terrified. Absolutely terrified that if they admit that they screwed something up in public, that their dicks are going to shrink. I screw up shit all the time. I mean, for God's sakes, I was crawling to a fucking bathroom because I managed to fuck up my foot just fooling around, right? Like, you gotta go, oh, shit, Uh, whoops. Um. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And I'm excited. I am really excited about uh, the next phase of the war. Uh, and I'm really excited to do, uh, you know, Space Empire, like 4.0, 3.0, whatever. Like, we have we have a lot of very smart people. We have uh, the, the, the biggest smartest people, whatever. But, yeah, like, our, our experts, because it's not me. It's absolutely not me. Our experts in the field, uh, like the, the genius types that helped build the 1DQ on grid. like There's a, there's querns in our organization, and multiple querns are uh, uh, working on making sure and that we have a good, too. rebuild plan. What's
0: that? Yeah, and we're still improving some things too, right? Absolutely. It, yeah, I mean, it's a so thing thing. Like Ash and I are working on or like, yeah, Let's see. Oh, there's okay. a, a little secret. A little secret. <laughs> But yeah. Guys, how about uh, it's more than one and a half hours. We usually mm-hmm. only go one and a half hours. But it's so hard to stop the mittens rant
1: train. Uh, you know? Uh, you know? I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, stop I mean, it. I mean, I can yeah. blow via it if you want. That's we can good. go up. I haven't eaten breakfast yet, and I should probably uh, <laughs> ask my for it. But no. uh, I you think know, um,
0: yeah. If. Hi, hi! if you have another, like, something you really want to get rid of, then now's the time, I think.
2: Um, uh, Mitani, it would mean the world to the members of Snuffed Out if you could read what I'd written in Pando's Discord in the FC chat guests. call. Oh, I'll take a look here. Oh, I'm
1: look at this. <laughs> Just read uh, <laughs> it out. Know, uh, okay hi wanto quote this is i'm quoting hi i will respect my teammates and make every best effort to foster an environment where they can perform i understand that respect builds trust and that trust is needed for everyone to perform their best unquote we never say shit like this in the imperium just fyi for all of the ranting about like tribe is love tribe is life like we're too busy getting fucked up together like this is like a those are like a fucking AA meeting all right well i said it are you happy now F- <laughs> very happy thank you <laughs> mithlady you're welcome. You're welcome. Alrighty.
0: I think with that out of the way, we might just call it right here. Guys, uh, thanks a lot for uh, hanging out. Thanks for uh, all the subs. Uh, some crazy people out-, out here, I gotta say. Um, and yeah, guys. Oh yeah, next week, we'll probably have a, an earlier episode because it has to be kind of china time zone um uh, possible right so it's gonna be 1600 because it's gonna be fulcrum from uh mangoes and my good friend the shines the shiny boy himself is gonna be on too uh and that should be a, a good one too so next week next friday 1600 and other than that i think uh we got it almost all covered. I lost complete track of my notes, I gotta say. When Mittens goes <laughs> on a rant, he fucking steamrolls my quotes, uh, my uh, notes.
1: Like, there was no Sorry, chance for me. Many- <laughs> but, you know, I think it turned out I all right. Come this way. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, wrong this way. I, I, I was ready for yeah. it too. I was kind of
0: expecting it. So, <laughs> guys, um, thanks everyone. And uh, whoever gets the skin, there you go. Quote is at the end
1: and uh bye yep see you guys